0: Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis. Welcome to the Re-Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview Canadian underground hip hop artists and most importantly, we keep on moving out loud, in silence, physically and mentally. Today's episode features peak. So this interview was originally recorded about six months ago. Peak also did a session for our radio version of our podcast, which has already been released. You can check that out by Googling Re-Evolve CJSW. And hey, we're here, we're now, so let's get moving. We have a fixed amount of time in a day, in a week, in a month, and we slot that time based on priority, usually. Routine helps immensely in managing our priorities, but more than often, an outlier event occurs and throws off our entire day week or month possibly even your year depending on how far planned you are ahead as a society through recent events we've learned that adapting to change is absolutely necessary i'd like to share one thing i've learned the hard way during this process of adapting and maybe it'll help you when and if that becomes a lesson for you adapt to change but don't forget to change your expectations as well If you find yourself with more or less time, revisit your priorities, decide your non-negotiables, be realistic with your pleasures, and understand that even fixed strategies have floating targets. Realistically, the best thing to do would be to remove all expectations. I mean still have goals, but do your best to manage your emotional connection to them. I found it very powerful to maintain momentum between misses and something incredible to do between victories. Anyways, here's Peek. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Peek from out of Toronto, Ontario. Peek, how you doing, bro?
1: I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, man. Thanks for being here. Uh, I month. know for sure. I know for sure you're a rapper and audio engineer, but uh, what other titles do we have going on here for yourself? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like an Amazon thing where you can just kind of get everything. <laughs> it's like that <laughs> these days, for sure. Well, let's yeah, let's yeah. see where you started actually, and then go down the trail of skills as you pick them up. okay. Um, so
1: basically, it all started. Well, I've loved music as a child, but to actually like, start on it and do something, I started making beats in high school towards my uh, second last year. Nice. that's okay. Year. So start
0: started with producing?
1: Yep, yep. Uh, you know, it's just same thing as everyone else. You find uh, some way to get your hands on FL Studio.
0: and Yeah.
1: You go from there and just testing out different sounds. And I did that for about a, a year or two years and then I uh, ended up linking with someone from high school after I finished up and we kind of got to working on music together and We originally came out as a duo, but he wanted to take a step back at the time and just focus on what he was doing. What was the name? Can we get names here or are we going to keep it on the low? uh, Yeah, we made it was a little thing. We called it M1P, um, just kind of for our initials, M and P for mine. But it was also the uh, first three letters of our area code. So it's kind of a double meaning. Ah,
0: okay. And roughly what year was this?
1: This was about, yeah, we started 2015. 2015. yeah, so like July first, we actually like put it official. So, but wow. uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it it was cool, it was exciting, and kind of see what type of artist I am because it was new for me as well, just recording and all that. And you know, the the love kept growing, and it all came easy to me. So while he was working on his situation, I wanted to keep going and push out some music. So that's what ended up happening, and kind of just took a solo route with him, helping him along. But um. Yeah, like I'm, I didn't stop doing producing and when you start recording, you want to learn the other things too. So the mixing of things and Absolutely. recording and, right. So, you know, we learn that and we get through it and we get better at it. And, you know, a couple of years later, things get a little rough patch and we want to go in different directions. So that's ended up what happening. And ever since about 2019, I've been doing it on my own. Um, obviously, people help me around to keep things going, but it's normally... Uh, one man band type of thing with a lot of DIY stuff going on. So a lot of skills from since high school has been able to apply to now, whether it be um, making beats or recording or mixing or artwork or video work. Cause a lot of them, well, every video that I put out is edited by me and I get other people that should help me shoot and stuff. But yeah, it's just, uh, it can get tedious at
0: times, but
1: I mean, the love doesn't really change.
0: Was it roughly since 2015 that you've started accumulating these skills, or was it shortly before that? Because 2015 was when you guys became the duo, right? Right. So I say about uh, 2012, I started with Keith 2012. And
1: then 2015 would uh, started recording, and then to really take it seriously. That was
0: about 2017, 2018. Okay, so between 2012 and 2017, you were kind of floating between the idea of it being like a hobby or a career path, or. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was a lot of just teetering and just figuring out what I wanted to do. And what then, were the other options?
1: Um, not too much per se. Um, there was going to college, and I did do a film and media program, training program, uh, not oh. too long after high school. So that's what kind of helped me out with video editing and sure. storylines and understanding the concept of what a scene or a shot or a feel or vibe can bring to an overall end goal for your project. So it really helped me understand storytelling, whether it be with the writing music or a project or a video, whatever it may be, but understanding uh, that everything, whether it be something so minuscule or something big, it has a story to it. And if you can kind of portray that in a way that is digestible, it's it not only fun for you, but it's fun for the listener and fun for the people that's involved helping you.
0: That's really cool, man. So do you base a lot of uh, your creating on this kind of theory and method? Uh, yeah. Um, the way I create music has always been the same. Um, Would you say the way you operate in life is kind of similar to that as well? Like it's taught you kind of stuff outside of just the technical stuff?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I think in any your everyday life, when you're trying to communicate and build partnerships and build relationships or just meeting new people... Um the act of trying to tell a story or trying to get your points across or whatever it may be, whether it's a serious situation or a funny situation, being able to communicate and have those social skills and awareness. Yeah. Um, is definitely helpful toward not only the creative side of things but the personal and business side of things.
0: That's really interesting, man. Do you consciously think of this while you're in in these engagements, or is this kind of just like kind of the natural way that you operate? Um, I'm. I think naturally the awareness has always been around. Um, okay, being able to
1: um, understand it and apply it to your everyday situation to practice. And for sure, it's time. But yeah, it's. I think one of the biggest things for me is just awareness. Um, there's so many things going on, whether it be with yourself or people around you or just people you don't even know. So, um, being able to understand people in the moment or people in the long run and. Being able to communicate so that people can understand you uh, it takes a lot of work and yeah. a lot of skill, but I think eventually with practice, generally most people can get it down. And I'm thankful that I'm at an age right now where I understand a lot of those concepts and being able to apply to my own life Um, it gives me a little more security when I attack new projects or anything new
0: absolutely bro you're you're speaking to me it sounds just like a level of maturity that took some time to get to but uh yeah it sounds like you're pretty close to the the goals that i'm seeing there uh do you, would you say that you're t- the type of guy who uh after kind of like an engagement happens or a scenario happens you think back to how it happens and you kind of like look at it from different angles and kind of analyze it
1: uh yeah that's definitely something that uh happens a lot um used to happen kind of... I know it kind of happens a lot, like still does. Um, I okay, think people okay. mistake um, reflecting on a situation as overthinking a lot of times. Yeah. And so um, they try to uh, brush it. But you have to reflect on everything you do, uh, whether it be a good or positive, uh, positive or negative. You have to, um, it's the only way you're really going to learn from things. And sometimes it can seem like you get it in your own head, but you have to understand a lot of things going on in life, um, especially now when it's so so crowded in a lot of areas, whether it be personal business uh, something, you have to be able to understand and be aware of your situation and knowing how to apply it, going to other people. And
0: yeah, for sure. And this, this uh, thing that you do about reflecting and being aware of it, do you, do you consciously do that or does it happen kind of organically as well? Uh, yeah. Most times it's organically. Um, yeah. I think well, I guess uh, a better question way to phrase it is, do you like separate time for this or is it just something kind of you're doing while you're doing other things? Like, is it kind of like meditation for you, I guess?
1: Yeah. Um, a big thing for me is understanding a time and a place. So i compartmentalizing, um, ah. right. A lot of times people, it's like, you gotta understand that if your situation, you can't control what's going on right now. Um, then it's easier said than done, but you can't think about it. You can only think about a lot of situations if you're able to do something about it. You can think about it, but if you come to the realization that you can't do anything right now, uh, put it to the side for now. It doesn't mean it's going away and you forget about it, but you don't want to be stuck doing nothing and not being able to uh, create a medium of gain and control for yourself, just being stuck in situations that you can't fix right now, whether it be personal or your
0: creative side of things. That is very conscious of you, my dude. Is this kind of a recent uh, thought process of yours, or has it been around for quite a while? Uh, it's been a while uh,
1: around for a while. Um, I don't know if it's my hearing impairment because a lot of yeah uh, people in the deaf that. community, where right? A lot of people in the deaf community they go based off of body language, yeah, and communicating with uh, sight. Ah. and so when you're able to understand those a little bit more and pick up those little cues and you mix it with the dialogue dialogue of being able to understand what they're saying because i'm in that happy medium and i'm fortunate yeah. because i'm able to talk to you right now and Absolutely. i'm hearing you and you're t- i'm talking clear for the most part to you but it's also understanding that it didn't come easy because it was hearing impairment it's gonna affect everybody. i'm 70 hearing impaired in both ears
0: wearing oh, hearing aids man. and that's so.
1: was that from birth No, that was about from one and a half. I developed a really bad ear, uh, inner ear infection in both ears. And so they were trying to figure it out, but it was kind of a little too late. But it was also at the time period where I started to learn how to talk. And so because I was in that area of learning how to talk and it's a minor, like not minor, 70% hearing impairment and plus added hearing aids and speech therapy in kindergarten. um, That's kind of where I'm at now. And that's also where it's like, my love for music has come into play because at a very young age, I realized that I have to take advantage of these kind of things, being able to still listen to music because there's a lot of people, nine times out of 10, if you're wearing hearing aids or hearing impaired, you're not going to be able to understand music like everyone else. And so being in that position and understanding that, I take advantage of it, it's where the love is also coming to play because music when you listen to it on speakers or in the headphones for people in the deaf community, and those uh, feel feeling is very heightened. Your smells are heightened. Your sight is heightened, and so when you listen to music, you feel those vibrations that can take over your body at times. And when you mix all those things, it really just it's like a like a drug in
0: some ways because it really generates this really natural high. Interesting. And, so it's right. it's like almost naturally intended then that vibrations. Mm-hmm, that vibratory mm-hmm. response. That's really right. cool. Yeah. Sorry, carry on.
1: No, yeah. It's just um yeah, ever since I could remember anytime a certain song that I relate to or I really enjoy, you know, it almost feels like possessive at times because it can just take over me in those moments. And I just need to really appreciate the sound, the way I'm feeling, the way You know, you listen to a certain song that you really enjoy and it gets to, for example, it's rock music and you get to the solo and the way certain high notes reach compared to the low notes and intertwining with those. And it really just gives you those goosebumps. And I think that's what everyone can relate to with music that they connect with, is those goosebumps, right? And so those goosebumps for me is a lot more intense because my senses are triggered because my he- my hearing isn't as strong and so everything else is trying to compensate at the same yeah. time when I'm listening to music and so that's where that crazy phenomena that it's hard to experience and explain sometimes but you know I always chase that feeling in some ways whether it be listening to music or making my
0: own for real but you know what's so crazy about you saying this is i i had that exact experience when listening to manja especially that, that intro skit just set me right on that tone. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, you, you actually took it in. Well, yeah, I no, it. I, I felt that. Like, I, I, when that that vibratory feeling came in, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like in a movie right now.
1: Yeah, and that's that's where that storytelling that comes into play I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Is that you want to get your point across in the most effective way possible, but also something that the listeners can enjoy. And Absolutely. when you can create a story in your ears that you can visualize... That and told that intro was to put you in the place, of, in some place in Italy, in a restaurant where there's music yeah, playing up yeah. and everything, and that's what, and that's, what's crazy It's kind of off track, but at the same time we're talking about this is, those are all sounds that I spent hours going through different sound libraries trying to find,
0: yeah. right? And, so the, and the, it's the, not based off the auditory feeling; it's based off like the the vibrations or the other senses for the most yeah, part. I, how you landed on them.
1: Right and, and and it comes back to that like uh, trying to set the scene in the story that's your yeah. beginning to the whole story. And it's crazy how you have these 10, 15, 20 different sounds, but you compile them together and you create this aesthetic, right? The ambience of a people in a restaurant, the clinging of glasses, the music, the everything were all separate sound, but being able to put it together uh, created this image in the mind and that's what i love about music is that it can come from nothing and you've put a story in someone's head just by putting it in their ears
0: man this is you're you're blowing my mind a little bit right now i'm kind of like i'm shivering so would you would you classify your impairment to some extent as an ability or a superpower i don't know yeah. if that sounds like a fucked up question but no, I mean,
1: I, I sometimes I sometimes feel like that. Um, like I said, th- there's a there's a unique situation I'm in, and taking advantage of that because not everyone is blessed with being able to control what they hear. Um, m- m- uh, not music related, but say you're in a crowded place and you want peace and quiet, you turn the hearing aids off. And uh, you're down to thirty percent, right? So if you <laughs> And plus the hearing aids are in, they act as earplugs if they're in and off. So, oh, okay. All
0: right. You know right. what
1: I mean? So, yeah, you know, yeah. or say you're in school and everyone's loud or you don't want to hear the teacher or the professor, it turn them off. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. You got the power in your hands and that's what I enjoy about it. So, yeah, in some ways, there's definitely an ability with it that I'm sure. very much grateful for.
0: Is there any way that because i know that you say you're you're reflective is there any way that you've kind of been able to look at a moment where you've had an auditory experience and you've been able to during that experience kind of alter how you feel consciously to, you know what i mean like kind of like feel more into it or kind of like feel more away from it you know does that make sense
1: like uh, similar to like an auto out-of-body experience in a way
0: yeah well well kind of like maybe what i'm saying is like you hear the same beat and then you're able to like focus on it and enjoy it more and enjoy that extra, what you're saying, how you're saying your other senses are enhanced. Yeah. You're able to focus more into that versus like the listening aspect. Does that make sense? I yeah, It's that, something that, hard to that explain. That means, yeah, it, it's a tough, but I, I definitely see where you're
1: coming from because there's been times where there's a certain point in a song that, that would hit me and I'm chilling in my room. I got my headphones on. It's just dim lighting and all that stuff and everything kind of hits you the right way and you know the the typical dark side of the moon pink floyd type shit or (laughs) listening to high for this by the weekend for the first time you know what i mean like those moments where everyone has those experience like holy shit like that solo is nuts man where it just takes over you but like I listen to it, and it really does take over you. And I, I remember just when I first heard that track back in high school, I rode the bus every day, and I listened to it every day because it would just get me Such in a good calm experience. mood. Right? Yeah. yeah. It takes over your body and kind of just ready for the day. Because Everyone goes through something. You're going through a rough patch, but I think when you're able to come back to something that is so natural and takes you away from things, that definitely adds to... The feeling those vibrations those senses in your body absolutely
0: bro see what what my mind is going to is like how can i emulate that experience more powerfully for myself Uh, i think for you because
1: without the hearing impairment i'm not sure how it is for everybody but yeah i think if you really want to understand the physical side of listening to music it's for you it's like Getting into a room doesn't have to be huge, but there's a lot of bass. Um, you got your subwoofers, you got your speakers, and even headphones on your head that are really equipped to deal with a lot of bass and natural sound. If you can just kind of get yourself in a place, you know, for me, sometimes I'll smoke weed. If you smoke weed, that can help with it. Yeah. Just to kind of have a joint, put on the tunes, play it loud, loud. when you're in your vibe, you're in a zone, and just listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of take yourself back to when you were a kid and you didn't care who the artist was or you didn't care what the genre was. You just liked the way it felt when you listened to it. And you have to put yourself in that place where you're just accepting of the natural chemistry of what notes can do, Ooh. right? From do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, you know, Do in those scales just allow the music to kind of just hit you. Understand that there's a, there's a science behind a lot of these things and there's Absolutely. a reason why music is one of the number one in like the top industries in the world because it's never going to get old and there's always going to be something new that's
0: that's for real that's real talk right there bro does it does it actually I have a question does it uh increase in sensation when you close your eyes and listen to it because that's kind of what i'm thinking when you were explaining that uh just like go in a room and listen to it by yourself and just kind of focus in yeah yeah
1: definitely like close your eyes put your hood on or something and just, <laughs> you know, just think about it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. think of, think about it, right? Just music, you know, not every song is going to do it, but music is the same thing as a script for a movie. And, the, you know, the song is basically what's shot by the director and the creatives, right? And you got to just soak it in and, and throw away your, sometimes it's too cool for school mentality and just, accept it you know just i'm sounding like a call leader accept it, <laughs> but uh yeah just just listen enjoy it right just like i said but
0: remember really? what you were as a kid
1: and yeah. just be that right
0: you know it's so funny because that literally trails back to what we were talking about before about just accepting it that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious so, so would you say that you look for that storyboard in your individual tracks or more in your kind of like longer projects like if you're choosing beats or if you're making a beat do you want that beat to have like a start middle end or do you want that beat to kind of uh, pertain to the beat before and after it more so um, I think it, it depends on what the beat is and what it really
1: calls for you know what I mean if it's, yeah,
0: and what you intend uh, to do with it
1: Right, an 808 booming type of beat where there's not too, there's not really a bridge per se. You just kind of have those little gaps between verses and hooks. Again, you know what I mean? Sometimes repetitive. those songs just, yeah, it just calls for going crazy, having fun with it, <laughs> right? Yeah. It really just depends on what, you're, like, what you feel when you hear it and what it calls for. I think you're just trying to make the best music at the end of the day. So you can't really just force an idea on a beat unless the beat's really allowing you for it
0: absolutely do you produce most of your own stuff
1: oh uh, there's some of it yeah i think it's like a 50 50 mix 50 like, 50 yeah so like other producers whether it be youtube or people i know and then how they're happy just me kind of bucking around with beats for hours on end and then finding the one that i like and i'm just like okay i'm gonna write to them I me mean, all gonna be mine at the end of the day and don't have to really worry about someone else coming in going hey that's my beat you know what i mean yeah, but,
0: yeah. absolutely but, Taking a quick break, we are going to listen to a track by Peak. This one is titled Swish. Enjoy.
2: Bullshit. I'm about to get busy, I'm killing you roaches, ain't talking no slip Keeping it potent, I'm sipping that whiskey, I need me a rollie to go with my drip Talk me the ball, cause whatever I hit, I be jumping like Jordan, just dropping the switch. Taking opponents right off of the court, for as long as the modem is copping the chip Always the finals when I'm on the floor, this ain't a game, this is more like a war Don't you be acting like I ain't gonna win it, I'll be the one to take over the north Got me a vision, it's always been fought up inside of my head, I just gotta explore Took me a minute, but now I look forward to building a shovel and they give me a ward You shouldn't take me for much of a quitter dealt with a couple of hitters, fuck up my liver, as soon as my fingers be grabbing that silver, I'm pulling the trigger, throwing your heat like I'm Kelly Olinic. making them clever whenever we meet, I already know I'm determined a killer, cause bigger I'm bigger, I'm aiming to beat, I'm feeling the pressure, but I be a diamond, I'm gonna be shining, this record is proof, I need me a dressing room filled with designer, and maybe I'll put it inside of the booth, it's where I will be 24-7, I never regret it, I'm happy I love what I do, I swear they'll be calling me legend, you'll never forget about anything that I produce, Yes, is my symphony, y'all should be listening, now I'm officially climbing the rope, turning up everywhere that I can, can think of you better believe I'll be live at the show. Hard to get rid of me when I've been given the gift I was born with inside of my soul. From here to all over the globe, whenever they give me the mic, I'll be ready to go. I'm back on my bullshit, I'm about to get busy. I'm killing you roaches, ain't talking no slips. Keeping it potent, I'm sipping that whiskey. I need me a rollie to go with my drip. Talk me the ball, cause whatever I hit, I will be jumping like Jordan, just dropping the switch. Taking opponents right off of the court for as long as the modem is copping the chip. Always the finals when I'm on the floor. This ain't a game, this is more like a war. Don't you be acting like I ain't gonna win it? I'll be the one to take over the north. Got me a vision, it's always been fought up inside of my head, I just gotta explore Not Took me a explore. minute, but now I look forward to building a shovel, and they give me awards yeah.
0: Because I could only find stuff back to 2018. So how would you say that your style has changed from, I guess, when you said 2012, working on your stuff, that really infancy stage, um, to where you finally figured out your style in creation? Uh, Yeah,
1: there's a reason why it's only from 2018 until now. (laughs) I,
0: I looked at your SoundCloud and I could tell that everything was deleted.
1: Yeah, it's that's (laughs) like that's the thing. I started out with it as a duo, so 2018, 2019 till now, it's all new accounts per se, and so that's just starting fresh. So there might be stuff on the older accounts I haven't really checked in a while. Fair, I can't locate them. Yeah, it's it's no one starts out amazing. (laughs) that's for (laughs) sure Um, you go back to any legend and you go back to their first track like I think there's somewhere on YouTube a video of like Eminem's first track when he was 16 and that shit is god awful you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, absolutely. And so you you have to go through your learning curve. You have to understand what a beat needs. You have to understand what a song needs, what your voice brings, and learning what your voice can do with certain beats. I had to go through a lot of different styles, a lot of variations, and finding out where certain keys reside with my voice. Um, And it's a, it's a mix of things, because I can sing, I can rap, and all that. So... There's a lot of flexibility, but for the most part, I've found my lane. I've found what works for me. I've found the sound that goes well with beats. And, you know, there's still tweaks and there's always something to learn new every day. And I'm not going to say I'm perfect or anything, I'm far from it. So I'm always learning and ready to be open to learn. But for the most part, I know what my lane is. I know where I can kind of get into my bag. And that's what a lot of the 2018 till now stuff. And I always. I'm like in that same mindset as when you hear those certain interviews with Prince and they always ask him, what's your favorite track? And he goes, my latest one. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's how I always feel. Cause in the moment I'm like, yo, this is the greatest thing. And then I put out something a year later and I go back to, it, I'm like, man, there's so much I could have done to change <laughs> this. Right. And yeah, yeah. You, you can't be mad at yourself for it. That's what the learning curve is and the learning process is. But it's also, it's also a
0: nice trip down memory lane to see where you came from and, where you're at now absolutely i i wholeheartedly agree so do you have some of the super old stuff kind of on deck or and hidden way obviously but available to yeah, you
1: yeah yeah somewhere uh, somewhere on my computer on the hard drive somewhere yeah. i got stuff from 2015 for sure so
0: there's some good stuff i know as an artist that you are constantly probably listening to and creating your newer stuff but do you ever tune into the older stuff Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, you got to go back and see where you came from. No way. Because sometimes you can get in those little ruts as an artist, especially aspiring or independent and trying to get out there, where you're not necessarily happy with where your situation is yeah and sometimes it's it's nice to go back to where you started and and tell yourself man you came a long way like you're doing so good now and you just got to keep going because it's only going to get better and, and that's what it has been it's it's gotten better each song like i what i can honestly say
0: that's absolutely brilliant bro i love the way you put it how how often do you take this trip down memory lane uh, once every couple of months. Really? Um, right, because... The whole discography it, or what?
1: Uh, the stuff that's on streaming services, at least. Okay, It, okay. it might gotcha. be a little while. It might be a, a little bit longer in between with listening to, like, my early stuff. Yeah. Because some of them is just... I look at the title and I'm like, man, that yeah. is just not good.
0: <laughs> you already know, you already know how far you've just by looking at but it.
1: But <laughs> there are the few one two that I am still so impressed with, and sometimes I'm like, damn, like, am I even like on that level of writing? Because like I was in my writing bag with some of these tracks, yeah. And, right, so I knew, and that's what at the time. Helped me to believe that there was a future for myself in it because I could see those glimpses of like, man, I would go crazy if I saw this from another artist. So I'm just gonna kind of keep pushing it
0: for real. What I'm about to say, come, coming from my opinion of your 2018 stuff, is exactly how you described it. It's like you are you're you're in your bag essentially because the the mood and the theme and the direction of it, I guess. I guess every track from 2018 is just you being confident and like in your zone and in your space. Um, mm-hmm. That's at least the vibe that I'm getting. You've got Beast, Pool Party, Wake Me Up, Remember, Finally Here. The only track that doesn't sound like it might be like a confident song is Remember, but it's the theme of it is Remember My Name. So it is mm-hmm. a confidence track. Yeah. Um and I feel like that's actually going through 2019, 2020, 2021 works. You maintain that theme of you being confident. So this is you in your stride, in your bag. You know kind of your demographic and what you're putting out. When would you say that you actually found, like, the sound that you're staying consistent with now, though, in 2021? Um, I'd say... I'd
1: say, uh, surprisingly, so like, around that time I put out Remember right it's funny because that's not the track that sounds the most confident per se but it's
0: remember my name isn't it
1: uh like it is a confidence track right um but i think that's where around i was like okay i know what my voice can do and i know where i'm most comfortable right there's a there's rapping where you're projecting a lot or rapping where you're too quiet but there's there's this happy medium that you can find when you're rapping where your voice just fits so well with the key. And so I think when you're able to like, it's like a puzzle piece, the last puzzle piece, right? That fits in, you're like, that that satisfying feeling. And so I I just kind of wanted to chase that satisfying feeling because that's where I was happy with, both in a performance level when doing a show and... I'm not straining myself. I'm not going too crazy. I'm not out of breath halfway through the verse. Like, it just felt so natural from top to bottom. And so I was like, okay, I know where I'm at. I don't necessarily have to rap fast all the time. I don't have to sing all the time. I don't have to So I just need to find what's comfortable. Because when you're comfortable, you feel it, but also the listener hears it. You know, and, and that's what you're here for at the end of the day is... Everyone goes into it's like no, I'm doing this for me because music makes me happy. But at the end of the day, you put out music because you want to make someone else happy too, right? And yeah, that's where that happy medium chasing because when people respond to that, um, it keeps you motivated. You know, you you want to music is a place for therapy, and so if we can help people with that, regardless if it's a happy situation, a negative situation, something you're going through that's hard, I just kind of want to be that place of therapy sometimes.
0: Yo, you are you are so wise. I love it. <laughs> you're, like, I, I, like I'm learning so much from you. It's crazy because these are things that I uh, would never think about that many artists would never think about. That kind of happens subconsciously. But when you actually choose to pay attention from them, it does something to your craft. Like what you said, the, not only do you feel it, the listener feels it. And when you're mm-hmm. kind of aware of the things that make that happen, y- y- it just enables you to put that through in your craft. So would you say that you would go over and over a track until you fit in that perfect middle pocket where you can just emulate that experience 100% of the time and you'll go out of your way to avoid that, um, let's say that line or that bar that you can't nail 10 out of 10 times? Um,
1: sometimes, right? You have to give yourself challenges.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, but for the most part... That, that old saying when in doubt throw it out like you have <laughs> to put yourself in that listener's shoe and not everything you do is amazing you know what i mean and you have For to yeah. put yourself in an objective uh, position eight times out of ten i can start rapping over a beat without actually recording just kind of practicing and know that it's not going to be good or know that it's going to be good right um it took a while to get to that point um, before it was like, well, it sounds decent in my head if I can pull it off, right? But now that you've been doing it for a couple of years and you know what you can pull off, you can say, yo, you got to slow your horse down, bro, yeah, because bro. you're not going to be able to fit that on. You're not going to be seeing that part. Let someone else give that feeling, right? Because you know your bag, you know your place. And sometimes I have trouble seeing that for some beats, but for the most part, I have that nailed down where... It's like I can go into the mic, start rapping one line. I'm like, nah, no, nah, that's not going to work. And just, you just have to be a little bit harsh on yourself. You every, you want to hold on to everything because it's your baby and your creation. But,
0: <laughs> you know, you, you think... want it to go somewhere. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't think you'd be the person to, let's say, your manager slings you five tracks for you to feature on. You'd actually have to pick between those and not just accept it.
1: Right, right. Okay. Right. That's you know, it, you have to think about the song at the end of the day. And you can say that you can go on every beat and whatever, but, you know, it, it's not true, right? You can't put certain artists on certain beats. It's just not going to work because certain artists are out there for a reason, right? It's why you don't hear The Weeknd doing a boom bap beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, yeah, absolutely. Right? It's just you can you can if you want to but yeah no one's going to listen so it's
0: going to be yeah it's going to be like a 3 out of 10 compared to the stuff that we want to hear mm-hmm. exactly yeah so we're going to we're going to bounce forward a little bit here into 2019 actually let's talk about your th- i think this was the first music video that you put out given or when you started releasing since 2018 the that beyond me music video mm-hmm. right dude music video goes hard and i can see that this is where you got your uh, or this is where your schooling came in Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's people it, at first glance and first listen, you might not understand what I'm talking about because it's kind of just blatant lines and in, in your face and direct and whatnot. Yeah. And so you kind of like, well, this guy, like talking about being big, having ties and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. my song originally, because of what was going on at the time and still going on now, um, is the link between. Uh, civilians and particularly civilians in uh, the POC area um, and their relationship between the police and understanding that there is such a, a huge divide and such a huge mistrust. And so when I'm talking about like freeing up my people, it's freeing up the people that are going through this on a daily basis and Absolutely. not being able to feel safe in their current situation going outside and so that's what it is and i also give also a almost a perspective of both the police side as well and so it's like at the beginning it's more about on um, more about the police view at the end it's more about the civilian or the prisoner view and i think it's hard to pick that up because of the more direct lineage but that's what the video is about too, having that mask on and having those two different scenes where I don't have a mask on or I have a mask on because it really does feel like that. It's just such a huge divide at times and you don't need me to say we already know it, but it, it's helpful that we all kind of stand together in those situations. Even if you're not a person of color, you're just a white dude or whatever you may be, we all have to kind of be together
0: in these moments. Dude, that's amazing. i I. I, like I, I enjoyed the music video as a whole. It brought me back to like some some old school nine. It brought me back to like how I remember hip hop used to be, and I kind of should be, but I couldn't exactly put my finger on why. And I think that you just nailed it in your explanation. Is because hip hop was hip hop used to have a meaning and like a, a, a something to stand for, something to fight for, something to preach about, something to talk about that isn't necessarily easily digestible on both sides of the spectrum. So. I'm really glad that you pointed that out for me. I need to watch that music video again and, and peel it apart for myself. But uh, jumping forward, bro. Uh, King of the North, June 13th, 2019, Raptors beat Golden State Warriors in game six to take the Let's championship. Two go. days later, peak drops King of the North Raptors tribute. Oh, man. Obviously, hey. this is for game six. So you you were probably working on this while they were getting their championship games going or were you doing it for the whole season? Um. And yeah. As
1: soon as the playoffs run started, you know, I don't know what it was. I think just we all have a certain <laughs> feeling within us that the team was oh, special. Oh, absolutely, bro. Right. And you just see them winning, and then you know, I had the lyrics done. And I'm like, okay, this is like, I can see it happening. We're in the conference finals.
0: Yeah. Yo, you know what game, I mean? Game so, six. We're up. We need right, this.
1: Right. We recorded. I recorded up. Get it mixed up. Get the artwork ready. Obviously, I don't have the championship one because it's kind of getting things ready. Uh, ahead of time. Yeah. I have them with the conference trophy. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was all perfect timing. It was really, it was going to come out whether they won that game or not.
0: <laughs> that was going <laughs> to be my next question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? It was already set for that date. So I'm just yeah. hella thankful that it came out and at the time they won the trophy. I was more, I don't know what I was happier about the song or the
0: yeah, when, the, I think
1: I'm gonna give victory. it to the Raptors that time. I'm gonna give it to the yeah. Raptors that one time. But yeah, yeah, that was a fun experience. I enjoy just kind of getting videos on YouTube of the playoff run, compiling it together to kind of go with the song, go with the track, go with the video. And, yeah,
0: and you immortalized you know, it for you, right? man. And Hell everyone right? who Thank finds you. it. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Love it, bro. And uh maybe because we are pushing over time here, we'll skip over 2020. We did touch a little bit on Manja. Actually yeah, let's just talk about your most recent track, Eat, uh featuring, featuring Lotus Rockwell. Right. Yeah. Um this track is vibey. It's as vibey as the cover art, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I need it like I got to eat. That's what that's what it is, man. Everything mm-hmm. else is just a space in between. I feel I feel that these days.
1: Right. It, it's really in like it's an addiction. Like I said before, you're trying to chase that feeling and you, you just want to chase that feeling of greatness and being able to take care of yourself for the rest of your life and that's what it really is it's just i'm gonna keep going and going and going until i'm where i want to be right and i'm, I'm gonna stay hungry i'm gonna stay hungry and my uh boy lotus roxwell shout him shouts out to him he kind of felt the same way we was vibing with the tracks so you know I told him hey man get on it we gotta put it together and that's what it came to I, you know i made the artwork up and mixed it up and
0: now it's out absolutely bro and so let's talk about that always being hungry feeling is that is that truly how it is how do we how do we it honestly it doesn't sound like a pleasant feeling to those who don't know what the greatness of being hungry for greatness is Mm
3: -hmm.
0: but like how do we how do we explain it in a way that we can help people get hungry um i
1: think Everyone who is struggling gets to a point where they absolutely hate the idea of struggling, like uh, growing up, you go through a lot and you see a lot of struggle to the point where it, like you just get bitter when you see any type of that happening, and so you'll do anything to not feel that. Um, it's understanding that when you want something. As much as you want to breathe, like you're really not going to stop until you get to that point because there's this little chip inside your head or this little monkey inside your head that's going, hey, man, you're not where you need to be. You're not where you want to be. And the only way that you're going to get there is doing it yourself. A lot of people, and even myself, at some point in my life, we thought someone else was going to fix it because... For a long time, you thought you're not to blame for the way things are, but eventually at some point, you got to do it for yourself, no matter who's responsible for what's going on previously, because you want a better life for yourself. A lot of people, the number one thing that I hear a lot of people say when it's like, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, how do you want your family to be and kids to be? And a lot of times they're going to say, I don't want my kids to have the life that I had. And... That's that hunger you need to keep with you because when you get to a certain point in your life, it's no longer about you. It's, it's about the future you're going to have and the future family you're going to have and keeping that mentality. Hey,
0: I don't want them to have the life that I had. Isn't that what top of the world is kind of about?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. You just, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're pushing until you go and you push until you can't go anymore. Um, I've seen, on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. It was, I think, Channing Fry used to play in the NBA. And he was talking about how when he's training, um, it's easy to stop when you're in pain. But when you're in that moment of pain, push another minute. Right? Push another minute. Yeah. And so basically that translates to anything you're doing. It's like, okay, if you feel like you've done what you need to do for today, do another thing.
0: Hey. You know what I mean?
1: Get yourself yes. ahead. Right?
0: absolutely stay hungry hungry, bro even after you've eaten because that's the mentality that we have to have we're we're grinding right now we're grinding are we grinding for success what are we going to do after success we're going to keep grinding we're going to stay hungry i I hope so at least absolutely yeah absolutely because like you said it's not about you anymore right absolutely bro absolutely Mm -hmm. man i love that um, yeah, I'll go. I'm going to end it with one question. I know we skipped over uh, 2020 and a lot of material there, but uh, your music video Swish, uh, have you ever rocked long hair before in your life or is that a COVID thing?
1: Uh, COVID was the blame for that. And still <laughs> is. <laughs> it's not, it's not thinking, the first time.
0: Oh, okay. I was thinking because your music video from Incredibles, you're rocking the short hair.
1: Oh, yeah. Then, like I... Even my hair is starting to grow in that. Normally I got the bald head top. Oh. but It's just so much easier. Bald hair, like you wake yeah. up or you go to the shower, just one swipe with a towel and you're good. Well, long hair sucks, man. Oh Dude, I've been
0: doing the COVID long hair too, and I like <laughs> running my fingers through it, bro. I don't I don't even fucking know, man. <laughs> like no, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah I shower like and stuff. I, I comb it as much as possible, but like
1: I don't fucking know Bro, how people no, do I it. know what you mean. Bro, I know <laughs> what you mean. I'm sitting here, I come out the shower, I comb it, and it's down. An hour later I look in the mirror and it's just flipping all over the
0: place. I'm like, I didn't even do anything. Yeah. I didn't do this. Why am I looking like a helicopter? Straight up, dude. I, I wear a hat when I go out to try and like cope with it, but it, it doesn't <laughs> make it much better. <laughs>
1: Well, you just got your flaps at the back of your
0: head. Exactly. And backside and often front if I'm not taking care of it. But anyways, Peak, my dude, it was so good to have you on the show. Appreciate it, man. Is there any was... anything you want to sign off? Any Anything you want to let know to anybody who's listening?
1: Yeah, uh, just saying, you know, touching on what we said before, just stay hungry. Keep doing your thing. Uh, keep working even when you feel like the work isn't worth it. Um, And in that point, there's a lot more work for myself coming out. I got another two tracks coming out this month. And then after that will be the start of the rollout for my mixtape that I'm working on called Deep in the Wood. Just going back to my roots, back to the basics, classic hip hop beats type stuff. And just having fun with their rapping and going back to what I came in to do this for and just having fun. When is that going to drop? That will drop September 3rd. And the first video for it is going to drop August 20th.
0: I love how you have a pinpoint date from it That this far ahead or what, how many months is that? I guess it's only two months and a bit, but still that's, that's sick, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: When you're doing it yourself, you got to plan every corner. So no, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: Well, uh, thank you so much for joining me again, bro. I'll, uh, I'll see you on the other side. eh? Thanks man. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you had me on. It was a blessed talk. Pleasure meeting you. Pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you want to learn more about Peak, check out the radio version of the podcast we did with CJSW. Just Google CJSW Re-Evolve and you'll be able to tune into that. We have a lot coming through in the next little while here and instead of talking about it, I'm just going to go get working on it. Stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Re-Evolve Media. We're going to end this with another track by Peak. This one is titled Born to be Great. Enjoy. And take care. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm making the rack A lot of you settle for caddy Getting yourself in the trap Thinking that's all that would matter Universe gave you a snack Changing your view with a snap you had enough of the pattern You had to focus on music You got a hold of the rhythm You went and started a label Nobody calling you jigger Phonies you had to get rid of No you can't rock with a homie Who's always so bitter Pushing that shit aside I don't need a quitter Walking like Kermit You sure that it's tea that I'm sipping? Dropping the op with my cursive You know I've been waiting, Popping the bill and it's funny, I got him to shimmy They will give me whatever I want So let's start with a milli. I'm fully committed To fuck up a critic, I'm grabbing this niche. Playing no quidditch, I'm the offensive Inside of this bitch, know where I'm headed Making the bound. watch them get So offended and a pog when I open my mouth yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Edmund Burke once wrote The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil Is for good men to do nothing Oh yeah job isn't just what I do. No. It's who I am. Is that oh, that like me to Yo. No. Damn right it is. Looking to weave my design everywhere that I'm acquired Everything burning inside, looking me blowing the fire Bringing the city my vibe, never consider me tired This ain't the work of a god, this is the look of desire I'm out here busting my ass, never could ride with the sheep Will laugh on the snakes in the grass, make them go hide in the steeple Onto the stage, I'm to crack, loving my style, man it's lethal Hell, I'll be chanting my name when I'm playing for thousands of people Cause the speakers are just a glimpse of what's inside And I'm thinking if music was never around, then I'd probably go missing when I had nobody else, I'd put it on and I'd listen Hard to ask someone for help when you be tired of living I was so selfish, forgive me, I had a lot on my plate I needed life to come hit me, tighten that all in my face It turned me around, I did it quick, no time I can wait I will not go into the ground when I was born to be great, yeah